So my number one, you may have uh, seen it before. Is it it <laughs> oh, my man. No! <laughs> no! No! I love that that's your number one, but it's also the worst. I that's the it. worst. Yes, it, and that's part of the reason why. Hey there, all you internet people. Welcome, welcome to another episode of Super Agile Bros. You already know what it is. It's uh, your boy, Bradston. Um, We got Kyle and Steve in the building. Kyle, tell everybody, hey, hey. Hey, hey, what's going on, y'all? Steve, tell the people, hello. (laughs) Yes. Um, So, today is going to be an interesting episode. Um... You know, it's, it's been a fun romp so far in our uh, Super Agile Bros podcast series. We've been talking about a lot of different things, movies, video games, our origin stories, all kind of stuff. But today I wanted to switch it up a little bit because, um, as you may guess from the type of people we are, nerds, um, <laughs> we're into a lot of different things that is nerd culture. And one of those things is anime. Um, I know there's different varying degrees of uh our interest in anime in our friend group here, Super Agile Bros. But I kind of tasked the guys with uh, making a top five anime list. Now, Steve had an issue with this. I and <laughs> he, he did not like the mandates that I made, specifically that it'd be an ordered list. Um, and I don't know, Kyle, was it, was this, was the ordering an issue for you or was it like, yeah, whatever. I can do this, man. So I kind of agreed with Steve where he said, you know, picking a favorite was kind of tough. Okay. But otherwise, nah, it wasn't too bad. Okay. And Steve, did you eventually, you, you got it together? <laughs> uh, what I decided was I was just going to have a really rough list and I'm not going to, going to live or die on any hills regarding the top <laughs> Versus the top, second or third or fourth. Well, um, today many will die on a hill, including yeah. Steve. I, I mean, I gen- t- it's just a general fondness. That's the order is in is in general fondness. Yeah, I told Steve that at the end of the day, the order is what it is in the moment, right? Like, like my order will change, like from week to week, month to month, year to year, as I reflect on like you know seeing other animes and like seeing other things. I'm like, oh, you know what? This moved up. You know, like even making this list. Things yeah. that were in different positions change, you know. Is that the same for you, Kyle? That's what you're saying. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I can definitely get behind that. And even the reason for why things are where they are now, you know, there's more than if I'm currently watching it, or you know, mm-hmm. there's different things that play into it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So we're gonna get into it. I, I'm. I mean, I assume we'll probably talk about anime in general, but I kind of want to go through the list and then just kind of go from there, see where we're at. So. How we're going to do this? Okay, check this out. So what we're going to do is we're going to start from five and we're all going to share our five. But like in like I'll go say I'll go then Steve then maybe Kyle. Right. But we'll just do our five and we'll share why it's in our list and why we put it at the position. And then we'll make our way down till we hit number one. Uh, So I'm interested to see what's on y'all's list. Um, To be very honest, for me, this was difficult because. At first, I kind of had a top five, and then 
I went through and I did like a look at all the different animes that like ever existed. <laughs> like mm. I looked at the top 500 anime ever. And uh, one anime I did forget about and I can't believe I forget about because I was just talking to somebody about it the other day. But what happened is then my top five became like my top seven or eight. And mm-hmm. like a, a few of them are like really pretty much neck and neck. So uh, just had to make some tough decisions. So cool. Let's get into it. So I go. I guess I'll start and, and we'll go around. Um, I'll start with my number five and then I guess go Steve and then Kyle. Um, so my number five and I feel like this will always be my number five just because it's it has a position in my heart that it can't like it technically can't be higher on my list. But anyway, it's Dragon Ball Z. Mm. Um, now. For me, like Dragon Ball Z, I think if I were to list most impactful animes, I would put this at my number one, like 100%. Uh, because for me, I mean, I'd seen other animes before Dragon Ball Z, like because like on Cartoon Network and stuff like that. But like genuinely, there was nothing like Dragon Ball Z when I was growing up, like 100. Like, I, I don't know how it was for y'all, but like that was everything all like i remember one time in school i was talking to one of my homeboys at uh in gym class about goku becoming a super saiyan and and like we're like in class and there's like this really like kind of like the cute girl in our class and there's like the really athletic guy and then like a random dude and you know we're like kind of nerdy like i was nerdy growing up but i didn't really care and I was like, yo, man, you seen Goku turn Super Saiyan son? That chunk was crazy. And we're going back and forth. And then the girl goes, you guys watch Dragon Ball Z? Like, she says it like that. And we're like, excuse me? <laughs> like, you? Like, did you just say Dragon Ball Z? <laughs> like, hmm. And we're like, uh, yeah. And she's like, yeah, I watch it too. And we're like, no, no. You're, you're lying. She's like, Hard yeah. eyes. And we, like, literally, like, we fell in love in that moment. We we're like, no, you're playing. She's like, no, yeah, I watch it. Go the blood squirting out of your nose. <laughs> Like straight and flying to the ceiling, <laughs> like straight up. We were like, no way. And she was like, yeah, like I'm really into it. Like I can't believe that Kakarot. I said, did you just call him Kakarot? You know, like oh, wow. <laughs> you know. And then and then like the really like cool kind of like athletic guys like, oh y'all watch Dragon Ball Z? Like he was sitting there the whole time, but he wasn't gonna say nothing. It was until she said <laughs> something, and then somebody else chimed in, and then it was like seven of us talking about Dragon Ball Z. And Goku becoming Super Saiyan, how gangster that was. So, I don't know. I feel like it was a cultural icon. I mean, for most people, I think, like, even if Dragon Ball Z is not in their top five, it's an anime that, if you're an anime lover, there's an anime fan, it's probably, there's probably a likelihood that you've seen Dragon Ball Z. You know what I'm saying? It's just... So, I I don't disagree with what you just said about how Mm -hmm. iconic it is. However, I have not watched Dragon Ball Z. Oh, blasphemy! Get out! <laughs> yeah, I'm I did not have I did not have cable growing up, so mm. whenever whatever tsunami or anything, whatever I watched, it was always just when I was visiting a friend. So I couldn't follow basically anything on Cartoon Network or anything yeah. that had a plot. I didn't. Watch I watched it a little bit, a little bit of Yu Yu, a little bit of Dragon Ball, a little uh-huh. bit of uh, what else did I see? I don't remember, but. Yeah, I didn't watch it. Not truly. <laughs> wow. And you said you didn't watch it till you were in college, you said, Kyle? Yeah, till I was much older and like pretty much the same uh reason as shoot. I didn't have the means until, you know, mm. internet and 
cable TV offered in dorms. Hey, then you went in. That's wild. Wow. Like for me, that was, we had just gotten basic cable maybe a few years before it started because we didn't have cable. And then we also, at that same time, my brother was old enough to understand the internet well enough to be able to access Japanese websites. What? So, so you like, got those good, good translations. No, well, what what happened was we would like we were seeing what was happening in Japan, and I remember you know the load would page like eh, 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 you know like really mm-hmm. slow, and it was a picture of Goku Super Saiyan like three, and I just remember like we waited like thirty minutes minutes because it was like a high definition photo on this <laughs> random like GeoCity site, mm-hmm. and it was just like all we saw was his forehead, like we saw the top of his hair, and then like like his forehead, we were like yo what is going on? Why is his hair yeah. yellow? You know, like, and it was all Japanese. And we were just like, my brother was like, this is gonna, who, what's gonna happen? Like, so we didn't know what, we didn't understand till later that like, Japan was way ahead of us. You know, we just were like, super confused. Like, what is this thing? Like, you know, it just had like, SSJ, yeah. like three, you know, we're like, what does that even mean? You know, like, it was crazy. I don't know what know? that means. <laughs> you know? It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> it's just totally fake it's a typo it was just oops <laughs> and they just kept they just carried it along like eh, it's here now you know um so yeah man that's my number five i mean there's so much more i can say about dragon ball z actually like on a side note i like want to like convince you steve i'm always trying to convince steve to do something like yeah. it's it's just my i think that's my destiny um but uh <laughs> to watch dragon ball z and us to do like a What's it like to watch Dragon Ball Z in 2021 with no like nostalgia factor? I don't like, know, man. That's a hard sell. There's so <laughs> much there's so much stuff that I actually want to watch. I mean, Dragon Ball Z is so iconic. It's like you don't want to watch Michael Jackson concerts because it happened in 1980s. Like, no, nah, mm. there's still, you know, I'm like, not who's, who said that it's because it's old. I'm just I just looking just from what I've seen, I don't think it's that good. I think <sighs> it was what we had. <laughs> I think that it was form it was formative. I mean, you watched it in college, Kyle. What do you think? Do you think that this show is like comparable to the best anime that you've seen that are like in the last ten years? So I think we you and I have different tastes when it comes to comparable I I just know based on what little I know about the animes you watched, you like very polished animation. Mm. Like you like seamless stuff. And so I don't really care. To me, animation style, animation technique, all that stuff is secondary. So, well, yes, to me, I think it holds up. Well, I mean, it's also like storytelling and the script and, you know, like uh, things that make up a show that I care about, not just the animation. I mean, I think Kyle said it all. It still holds up. Okay. Like, and I think I think that's the hard thing. Like, it, it's going to have some tropes that you're not going to like because just it's it's the forebear, right? So yeah, just like yeah, in video games, forebear, sure. you know, like, oh, like unskippable cutscenes. <laughs> you know? Like, I don't care what nobody says. That stuff is trash. Like, nobody's <laughs> trying to deal with that, especially if you die in a boss fight. And then you have to, Ugh. you know, to say see that Kingdom Hearts again. PTSD. Gosh. <laughs> you know it. You yeah. know it. But I think but we can agree that even those games are iconic. Are iconic. They're they great. are like, iconic. And mm-hmm. I'll tell you, I tried to replay Kingdom Hearts a few years ago and I couldn't because of all these terrible quality of life things. But if I could get my hands on, you know, one of the newer remakes that where they fix a bunch of that stuff, I would mm-hmm. absolutely try to play through Kingdom Hearts one again. 
uh, I will no say guarantees. this. I also encourage you, and I say this with people for other animes like One Piece, even Naruto, uh, is to to watch it alongside a filler guide. Oh yeah, because for sure. This is before yeah. people even understood what filler was. So, like filler is like just for those who are uninformed about anime in the sense like you don't watch it and like care about all the lingo. Filler is basically episodes that do nothing to progress the plot, and anime is very good at that because notorious like like because of the source material that it comes from the manga which is basically comics or whatever a lot of times like they're just very straightforward and they go straight to the point but if you're making a tv show you need it to be like x amount of episodes mm-hmm. and, you know what i'm yeah. saying so it isn't it isn't just that it doesn't advance the plot the tone can be totally different it's just it's it's filler it's wasting your time yeah, it's fluff mm-hmm. it's fluff it's fluff. yeah they're trying, to, they're trying to keep their budget going while they're waiting for the manga to catch up. Exactly. And keep you just paying attention. I've seen some anime do a really good job with filler, like, yeah. where I didn't yeah. know it was filler. Until I was like, oh, this has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> like, But they did a good job because it was interesting. So anyway, Dragon Ball Z, we could probably talk about this for a long time. But I'm probably <laughs> Steve. Like, I, I, I definitely want to continue to try to convince Steve to do, like, go back. I'll even watch it with you, like in Ooh. parallel like i would do it because I, i'm definitely aware of my nostalgia so i'll try to like you know you know i saw it when i was literally a kid you know yeah so it's, i think you'll have an easier time convincing me to watch naruto because kiesha would probably watch that with me <laughs> naruto is an easier sell for many reasons but yeah we'll we'll continue so steve what's yeah. your number five so i had this list but then uh, approximately 10 minutes ago, I was looking at my list and you were talking about explaining the things. And I was like, oh, I just realized I have a better. Um, so I'm dropping my number five and replacing it. Uh, do you want to know what the original number five was or should I just pass? We'll come back around. We'll come back around. That's, that's cheating. Okay. So my new number <laughs> five is Heroic Age. Wow. And in, a, <laughs> in, a lot of, in a lot of ways, it probably should be higher. But it's hard for me to like recommend to people. Um, <laughs> but I've I've like watched it through several times, Ooh. and it always like makes me tear up near the end. And I always get really hyped for some of the fight scenes. I've probably yeah I've watched it three or four times straight through. Um, I tried to get Keisha to watch it, and she said I don't like mech anime, and I mm. almost wept on the spot because mm. it's not a mech anime, and <laughs> to hear it yeah. simplified as such hurt me deeply. <laughs> It, it is, if you look on the internet, it's definitely considered a mech anime. Yeah. But it's it's just, her reasoning is not sound. But anyway, uh, but yeah, Horror Cage. And it's this great sci-fi anime about humans. You'll find this is a, is a common uh, theme with things that I like, whether in any, in any genre is, I like when, when a story explores the positive traits of humanity. And one of those positive traits I always enjoy is like exploration and fight for survival and ingenuity and things like that. So it's not on the list, but things like Gurren Lagann, I love. Uh, I talked about Arrival in a previous episode. I, mm-hmm. that, I like that movie for the same reason. Anyway, Tomorrow. cool sci-fi about humans fighting against several uh, species of aliens trying to fulfill our destiny and find the golden tribe and, uh, <laughs> it has has some like goofy characters and 
probably the most i know that i know that there are women with bigger chests in anime but <laughs> of all the anime that i've watched and personally enjoyed <laughs> she's the dumbest <laughs> big chested <laughs> woman not dumbest she's actually a cool character but in terms uh, of like just ridiculous japanese art like yeah. she's out there so now i know steve you were there for the plot he's he's all about that fan service baby like <laughs> that's that's his number one trait like no start no, no. With fit. <laughs> the animation's fine talk about animation the music is solid i really love the Yo, music quality 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 music exactly. so so i just gotta give you some props for putting heroic ag anywhere near <laughs> because because it's so AG. hard to explain it to any human being it is <laughs> i still don't know what's going on. like it's it's the anime that you didn't know you needed in your life um mm-hmm. I don't know if you've even ever heard of that one, to be honest. It's, but that doesn't mean you much have, money from me. I've I've definitely told you about it. Mm. it maybe it's, maybe in a group and you just didn't pay attention. Uh, it's, that sounds it's about like, right. It's like one of those animes that like I feel like a lot of people stumbled on at the same time. Huh. Like but not a lot of people like somebody didn't tell me to watch Heroic AG. I just saw it, it appeared and I was just looking for anime and I started watching it and I was like, What is happening? yeah (laughs) uh, like it feels classic but it also feels new it's hard to describe yeah it's very difficult all i know is that they fought for days (laughs) some of the battles yeah yeah (laughs) like it's it's the opposite of dragon ball so in dragon Mm -hmm. ball you have a a five minute battle that takes six episodes yeah in heroic age you have battles that are hundreds of hours that might take (laughs) that might pass by in like an episode and a half while other things are going on yeah i prefer the latter yeah. Wow. Because wow. the battle itself isn't the show. It's not important. It's all about the struggle to survive. Yeah. I could talk about Heroic Age for a long time. Thank you. That's a good that's a good pick. I I, I like that, uh, Steve. Okay. Um Kyle. Number right. five. Cool. So my number five. Um so going back to what we were talking about a few minutes ago, the fluff, uh, this anime, in my opinion, is ninety percent fluff. Mm. And tight. But it's good fluff because it, I mean, anyway, I'm just going to say the title and then maybe it'll make sense to you guys, but I can explain it anyway. So my number five is One Punch Man. Interesting. <gasps> Continue. I heard a gasp. I don't know what that means. Um, it's a, I just like that show. It's a good show. Oh, <laughs> and uh, so I say it's mostly fluff just because like the story beats, the things that happen, like they don't matter. Nothing really matters. Um, but at the same time, they still kind of all play into Saitama's main, like, um, deficit character flaw. I don't know. Problem mm-hmm. is that, you know, he, he can't fight anybody. And so, you know, but, n- but not fighting anybody, fighting somebody never does anything. Like he just, <laughs> he just beats them. So it doesn't go anywhere. So, but yeah, I really yeah. like that show too. Have you seen Mob Psycho 100? No. You should. <laughs> it's the same. It's. I'm surprised you haven't. It's really good. It, I like it better than One Punch Man. It's funny. I haven't seen Mob Psycho 100, but the funny thing is, like, when I think about anime sometimes, I feel like you could just say stuff like dark screen, demon souls. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's an anime. Like, and you're like, who knows yeah. what I'm walking into? You know? um, yeah. But, but I want to say one thing about One Punch Man. I couldn't get past the second episode of that anime. Oh, no way. Yeah, like... I could see I, that. 
I think I will one day probably give it another try in a different place in my life. But I think it's just the fluff part of it is to me, I get it. It's the overpowered guy and it's kind of like a parody. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get that. But like, I just like, I don't know. Like, I get that it's a joke, but I don't know. It just wasn't funny to me, I guess. And I, I love that he's overpowered, but I don't know. It just, it just, it was empty to me. It was empty to me. So I couldn't really, the first, second, I maybe got to the third episode and didn't finish. And you know me, Is that the episode? Is that that the Mosquito Queen? Uh, yes. I recall a mosquito of some form. Okay. Yeah. I think one of the issues is that it was kind of slow going and a lot of the, the first couple encounters were very samey. Like the mm. it didn't really vary them until later. And yeah. you know, like again, you know, the stakes and things like that never never really mattered. But they did introduce some stakes later. Okay. Yeah. I always tell people it's a comedy, but it's not really a comedy. Like I I, I think I think you kind of smell that, Brad, is that it's not really that funny because it's really it's a story about a guy who's like depressed and lonely mm-hmm. and he's trying to figure out how to live his life as a as a, a hero for fun uh, where he can't get any satisfaction from anything because he's just completely <laughs> overpowered. Um, but then it also adds in other elements. So he becomes like a more well-known hero and he has to but he's so powerful that people don't believe how powerful he is. So he's like kicking all these monsters butts but people think that he's like cheating or that he's like he's like in on it somehow and he has to like play the heel so that other heroes don't look bad and it's really like it i mean i wouldn't say it's like ultimately interesting but it's there's something there i thought it was pretty good yeah you just reminded me of yeah conflict that yeah that's probably the best side of the conflict is once he actually starts to gain notoriety Mm -hmm. but before that yeah it's just weird yeah. yeah, I think it's one of those. It's one of those things where there's some other shows like uh, Jessica Jones, uh, the oh. Netflix series, where a lot of people quit pretty early. Um, same with like uh, Breaking Bad. I've heard a lot of people go, "Oh, like you know, it's just some shows take like a little while to get going, mm-hmm. and, and depending on where you are in your life, if you don't got time for that, it's like, all right, you know." So that's kind of how I feel. That's why I want to give it another try, but. Yeah, I would enough. even say watch Mob Psycho over One Punch Man. Mm. I think Mob Psycho has, does a lot of the same things as an overpowered protagonist, mm-hmm. but he's not so brutally overpowered uh, that it's not interesting. And on top of that, he uh, it it is more focused on like teaching lessons because he's a kid, so he's like learning how to how to, to do things. Yeah, it's it's really great. It's I would. As much as I like One Punch Man, I really loved Mob Psycho. Well, I- I'll just say this: this this one this anime is not on my list, but Baki the Grappler is an interesting hey. take on the same thing. Uh, is that Baki the Grappler has the most overpowered character <laughs> in the show, <laughs> but like he is completely chaotic, neutral. Maybe I don't, I don't know. know. I don't even know. It's pretty but, chaotic for sure, yeah. But it's like there's a character that essentially makes all the other characters moot, but he's not like like he's not the hero. So it's a very interesting take on hmm. OP. Uh I, I really if you if there's Baki the Grappler on not Netflix, 
But I always say go back and watch the original because Boxing the Grappler on Netflix is just <laughs> what they do to it, bro. It's not bad. It's just it's next level over the top. It's just it just always has oh, the top. Too much. Like, it's really it's really too much. Yeah, it, it's too much in the <laughs> in a good way. But it's like <laughs> I feel like if if you don't have the context of the original series, you ain't ready. It, it seems even more ridiculous. But if you watch the original series, you're kind of like, oh, I get it. Like, So you need the original as a baseline? I don't think you need it, but I think it makes the show better. Uh, okay. Yeah. That's, that's how I, I watched a man insert his fingers from <laughs> from into, from the man, from another man's chin up to his up through his face, like under his skin. That's Inserted rough. his fingers under his skin and basically deface him. Uh, uh, let's just wow. put it this way. There's a character who could perform surgery with his bare hands and leave no surgery. <laughs> no wound. wound. <laughs> oh my goodness. And, There's a character and, who, who can poison you just by like slapping you and you you die instantly. That's broken. Yes. But, but that's the thing, like that's the whole show. And that's the thing, like those characters are like the most normal characters. Yeah. They're not even the worst char- They're not even the most dangerous people in the show. We, we, we oh can talk about his grappler like maybe have an episode on that because this show like it is it is so top notch. <laughs> but, <laughs> but for the sake of time let's continue. Let's move on. Um, I'll, I'll do my number four. My number four like this one I've debated about where I want it on my list really hard because I actually think I'd like to put it higher but I think there's some I don't know if there's reasons but I decided to put it here. Number four for me is Ghost in the Shell standalone complex. Um, Dang, you know uh, that was that was my number two. Yeah, so so, um, for me, I want to put it higher, but stand Ghost in the Shell standalone complex is to me the ultimate sci-fi experience. I love sci-fi movies. I love sci-fi TV shows. I love sci-fi anything, uh, particularly high level, high concept, and. The world that they created in Ghost in the Shell is so incredibly in-depth, so incredibly well-made, so interesting. And these introspective, like, deep concepts that they introduce is, like, on another level. <laughs> and one of my there's some moments in the show that I was like, I've never seen pulled off in another show. Like, there's these Ooh. whole set of side characters called Tachikomos where oh, they oh. go a route with it. That, like, honestly, to me, is one of the coolest, like, ways of approaching AI and the thought, the whole thought experience. And it's, to me, it's such a beautifully well-made anime, like, drawn. But yeah, also it looks just incredible. It's incredible. And, and just the way that they approach a lot of the topics, the way that they approach sci-fi, the conflicts, the political, this whole idea of, like, what is being even human um, in this in this world. Ooh. And like, and like the evil, like the comp, like the the villains, and like just how everything works is super duper cool. It's one of those shows that like I could watch a hundred times and yeah. still feel like I don't get it. Um, <laughs> find something new. Yeah, it's it's so deep, man. The, the people who wrote it, the you know, it's it's a it's whirlwind, beautifully yeah. well made. So the it, intro it theme song is a banger. Oh, yes. yes, the intro I will listen to it. Yes, and the outro, like it, it, it literally does things to my soul. <laughs> yeah, um, deep touch. You know, it's one of those old shows that that I think, like, it asks, how do I put this? 
you know, these old shows would ask these questions that maybe newer shows can like ask better because we've mm-hmm. seen it so many times and now we've kind of moved on to more interesting questions. Mm. But Ghost in the Shell, I don't think anyone has done Ghost in the Shell better than Ghost in the Shell. Yeah. Like yeah. there's not really anyone else who's come close to the level of philosophy and uh, yeah, it's it's wild. They went in. And it's all wrapped up in a banging sci-fi story. Yes. Very and cool. I think it does kind of what um, some of the older sci-fi, like the Jules Verne's and the, like these books that were written like oh, way yeah. in the past, but they kind of like predicted problems that were going to come in the future. Like this whole question of what is identity in a digital landscape is like, I was like, what are they even talking about? <laughs> like as a kid, but like yeah. now reflecting on some of those conversations and some of the topics, I'm like, they were like ahead of their time, you know? Um, yeah. It's definitely, it's definitely a show. I'd say that isn't for the newcomer <laughs> in yeah. anime uh, no. or for, or for people who don't, who aren't interested in really deep shows, you know, it's heavy. I've only seen a handful of episodes and you know, that didn't help my case of trying to figure out what was going on yeah i watched it as a child and i loved it but i definitely did not understand it until i watched it as an adult as an adult should watch it again 100 percent. like it made like it was super cool and everything was good but like as an adult watching as an adult i was like whoa this is a completely different show almost uh (laughs) i'm interested to hear a little bit more about your thoughts when you're number two uh steve but um but yeah so that's my number four uh it was it was a difficult decision but i put Mm -hmm. it there uh Steve, what is your number four? Okay, so I am going to... This is probably going to be lower than you expect hmm. for having... For, the fact this is on my list and it's this low is going to surprise you. I think. When you say low, you mean as in number four? Four and not higher. Okay, gotcha. Yes, but I'm going to go with Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Oh, really? Interesting. Yes. Okay, continue. I will say that this is my first recommendation to anybody who doesn't know what anime is. Ah, Same. fair. I can like, see that. Th- this is this is the everyman's anime. This is a show that has a little bit of everything in terms of like Western storytelling. Mm-hmm. It just it's just a fun show. It's interesting. It's exciting. It has great characters. It has great art. I mean, it has great voice acting. It's uh, graspable. It's graspable. It has a hard magic system. So, like, you can understand what's happening for the most part. There's not yeah. any questions of, like, what's going on or how did that happen until maybe near the end when things kind of <laughs> go off the rails. Um, it's well-paced. It's just such a great show. Yeah. And it's, it tells such a, a universal story. It's about people dealing with war and, uh, you know, massive conspiracies and how to how to like be human and reasonable in times of chaos and yeah yeah the main characters dealing ta- with loss yeah loss grief dealing with uh the the search for immortality like it's all good stuff very good you can't really you can't really fault it in any way as far as i'm concerned you i, I can't even disagree with anything <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, it's on my it's on my list i want to i'm going to share a little bit more of my thoughts when my when it comes up to me but I, I, I think that's a great choice. Um, and I will specify, I said Brotherhood, not the original. Yes, good point. Not not that the original is terrible, but it's definitely not as good. It's so a lot sloppier. It better. That's good. I, oh, I, yeah. 
I, I yeah. think that Full Metal Alchemist is exactly like there's some animes that I really love that uh, what's called Jump the Ship or Jump the Shark Jump or the whatever shark. they call it uh, because they were so they didn't want to put filler in the show like to pad mm. it out and the show was still being written like in the manga like in the comic book at the same time and the show the anime caught up with the manga so the anime writers had to diverge from what the original plan was they pulled a game of thrones you know (laughs) you know so full metal alchemist is a testament of it's it's like a its own success was its own problem like it was it was too good it caught up with the show and then they went a different direction and yeah if Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood never exists. There's no way that Full Metal Alchemist would be on my top five. But yeah, um, it, it I think it also uh, goes without saying that the old show just isn't as good. Like it's not as well drawn. Mm-hmm. The scripting is kind of wacky. Like it's aside from the diver, the diverging plot, like it's it's just not as high quality as Brotherhood was. True story. Have Have you ever seen Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, Kyle? Yeah, um, I've actually I've seen both. I guess so. The original is just called Full Metal Alchemist. I'm assuming. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I've seen a little bit of both. And um, oh, so you haven't finished both? No, I haven't finished either of them. Okay, that's a that's a problem. <laughs> it's the the Full Metal Alchemist. I'm gonna speak more on it, I guess, later. <laughs> but it's okay. So, Kyle. What I did watch, I enjoyed, though. What's your number four? (laughs) There's so much to say. What's your number four? (laughs) So, my number four is actually your number five. It was Dragon Ball. And I guess I was kind of dumping uh, Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z in the same bucket. I agree. Um, Go with that. Go with that. Hmm. Which I know they're very different, but. I was about to say they're so different. Yeah. But I liked them both equally. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I didn't want to choose. I mean, they're part of the same series. So. I, I thought it'd be appropriate to. I'm assuming you're not adding trucks. GT to that. Ooh, I, I think I'm one of the few people who actually did GT. Oh, I'm one of the few who actually enjoyed GT. I think, but that's because my anime like quality ceiling is very low. Yeah. So I, w- I will tell you right now, as we've seen, I've seen very few animes. Of the ones mm-hmm. I've seen, I haven't watched them very much. I appreciate them. <laughs> but I've never had the time nor the really the unction to like sit through full animes. And Fair. GT was on Toonami. So I, I think I did watch that one in its entirety mm-hmm. while Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z. It's hard to tell. Like I know of the Boo Saga, the Cell Saga in, in Dragon Ball Z. But mm-hmm. a lot of things from Dragon Ball... Um, are still kind of like I know you know Reddit and stuff, but it's it's all a lot of it's very like it's jumbled in my head. So yeah, that's fair. I mean, I I can't you know I actually put when I was originally making this list, I did put the whole bucket of Dragon Ball together. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen Super yet. Um, there's some reasons for that, but um, GT I kind of can't put in there because I wanted to like it. You know, it's like one of those shows you watch because you love the source material. So you're like, I'm mm-hmm. going to like this. It's going to get better. I know why. It's going to get better because it's Dragon Ball Z. And it just kept going <laughs> in directions. And I watched a lot of it. Um, but yeah, I, I would agree. I would I would, I would, say that Dragon Ball kind of falls in there. Because Dragon Ball, like, it's a completely different show. Because it's almost like 
before it's almost like mutant first academy you know like people don't know they have powers yet so it's mm-hmm. like a, a different type <laughs> of show it's like but, more discovery kind yeah, of yeah and and you you're finding in all the all these people that you l- learn to love because of dragon ball z like most people saw dragon ball z before they saw dragon ball in the states like you start to see like oh this is where they started this is where they first met this is how they all came yeah. together like it's it's really it's really great that was my experience yeah i saw dragon ball z first yeah, and at so. first i didn't really understand what dragon ball was in reference to dragon ball z like i thought it was some sort of weird spin-off or spoof and so i ignored it for quite a while because i was like that's not what goku looks like but then i accepted <laughs> he thought, it he thought dragon ball z was a spoof no, I thought that's, Dragon Ball was a spoof of Dragon spoof? Ball Z. Oh, that's just as funny, actually. Yeah, because I had no idea what their relationship was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was super confusing. Like, just like, wait, Dragon Ball? I mean, I remember being confused because I saw some of the Dragon Ball Z movies, and they were clearly referencing things from Dragon Ball. Mm. But it was like, wait, what? Like, why is why is Namek? Why is King Namek? Like, it was super confusing. Or, or uh, what's his name? Uh... Remember the other green dude who, who's basically the main enemy in Dragon Ball? Piccolo. Pick, pick, uh, no. King Piccolo or Nail? Not Nail. N- no, no, no. The other, the little small dude, like oh, he, green. Yeah, the little guy. Um, and he was in Dead Zone, I think. He had the uh, henchman. Yeah, I can't remember his name. Uh, but he was the main villain in Dragon Ball. Remember, like he was always trying to get to Dragon Balls, like, and he had that, yeah, like the, the radar. Weird, weird dog guy and the girl who's with him but anyway it's it's a good choice kyle all right well um let's talk about our number threes so my number three is steve's number four which is full metal alchemist brotherhood Mm. um i almost echo everything that steve said i i think a hundred percent i'm on the same page if i'm gonna introduce somebody to anime they're gonna start with full metal alchemist brotherhood because it is it is in many ways the full package right like it's drama interesting characters like there's a little bit of romance there's everything like my wife uh you know shailene she's (laughs) funny enough like i think she's seen like attack on titan it's like maybe her first anime which is like that's that's rough that's the that's that's the deep end deep end right but like you know um I, i think she finished the first season but like when we got married, I said, hey, I want you to watch Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood with me. And we started watching it when we were dating, like right before we got married. But like, so I could see she was like, oh, I don't really get it. And then we started watching it. And then it was like, we're watching four or five episodes a night. <laughs> you yeah. know, like. It draws like, you in so fast. Like once once you get to that point, there's like, there's a point where essentially like the first season is all of Full Metal Alchemist, the original show. <laughs> like or maybe not even the first season, like the first half of the first season. And then from there, it just goes like, once it gets to a certain point, it's like, Oh, like it's so intense. Um, like recaps or tonality. It, uh, it's, re- no, 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 it's a lot of, a lot of the story is the same. It's the same story. Like, but it At just first. skips stuff. It like, like it almost assumes that you watch full metal alchemist in some degrees, because it will sometimes like introduce a character without like explaining a whole bunch of their background because they kind of explain it more mm. in full metal alchemist so it's an interesting but you don't need full metal alchemist to watch brother no i haven't seen the original in a long time but when i rewatch brotherhood i'm not i don't feel lost or anything mm-hmm. well, that's good yeah. Yeah. yeah 
Although but, I'm trying to rewatch the original and I have not been successful because I just, <laughs> it's just not as, pa- something I wanted to say when I said I'll introduce it as like the everyman's anime, what I really meant was that it's really palatable mm-hmm. for people who don't watch anime. It doesn't like scream, ja- j- you know, it doesn't scream Japan at you. No. Like a lot of other anime does. And I think yeah. that's what Brad was saying just now too. Yeah. It feels like familiar. It feels, yeah, exactly. It, it's definitely different, right? But it feels, mm-hmm. it feels, it's almost like the Avatar equivalent like the last were, airbender mm. yeah like like for many people avatar is like their first anime and they don't know it you know um yeah. so in many ways if you want to convert somebody to anime you start them with full metal well you show you show them avatar then you show them brotherhood and then yeah you're, you're good you know and then so. you show them attack on titan <laughs> <laughs> and then they stop watching anime forever is this yeah. what you, you know, wanted show them like i don't know if y'all know you show Oran. them sword art online Season, uh, season I want to talk two. about Sword Art Online. Like that's that's that. The, I was I was gonna bring this up later. We might not have the time, but it's like it's like the greatest <coughs> animes that never were. Like Sword Art Online. Oh my goodness, it was. Uh, I got so many feelings about Sword Art Online. Okay, so before my Miss Brotherhood, my number three, hundred percent has. It's a must watch uh, if you're an anime fan. Um, so to me, at least. All right, so Steve, what's your number three, sir? Um, so this is this is what I was saying earlier. So I was going to put this at four, but then in the last minute, I changed my mind. Uh, I'm going to go with JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Ah, okay. Number three. And it's hard for me to really explain why, because on the <laughs> surface, it's not a great show. <laughs> it's, it's 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 hard to describe this is literally a show that i want to say exists purely as a vehicle for the the writer to to uh come up with wacky situations with with people who have wacky powers <laughs> and then have wacky solutions for those fights like that's that's really what if every almost every episode of the show pits one or more of the heroes against one or two villains and the powers that they each have are very are usually very just like specialized and distinct Hmm. but then in the fight they have to come up with a specific way to either use their power in like a in a different you know out of the box thinking kind of situation or um or just you know some sort of teamwork thing but it's always very smart and kind of weird uh And it's just so creative. It's a, it's a show that, like, you never know what's going to happen next. There's a villain who literally has a fishing pole with a line and the pole and everything can just go through space, like, walls and everything. And he can catch you on the hook. And once the hook is in your flesh, it just keeps digging deeper and dig- deeper until it gets to your heart and kills you. Oh my but that goodness. whole time, you can't break the string. You can't get away. And he can drag you through... Like, he's pulling through walls, like, so you're just, like, in a room somewhere else, like, you know, with your feet against the wall trying to get this thing out, and then you die. Like, that's his power. You know, there's a guy who can breathe life into any object, and so he, like, makes trees come out of the ground to create shade, and the shade blocks a power from somebody else. Or he, like, has little buttons on his shirt that he always turns into other objects, and, like, he'll turn into a bird and fly away, and then the bird flies to his friend and turns into a button again, and it's like, oh... Our buddy sent us a message, you know, it's just something completely bonkers. Huh. And it's just, it's just so good. It's so good. And the, the style, the art style is insane. The music <laughs> is incredible. Um, 
how do I, uh, the tone is very difficult to pin down. It's like over the top, like very serious, but doesn't take itself seriously. Mm. You know, everyone always has like the most ridiculous, like stone faced expressions. Their eyes are shadowed and they all, they have these like inhuman poses where they're trying to intimidate each other. Uh, but then they'll start, you know, they'll start unfolding a piece of paper and a hand with a gun comes out of the paper and shoot, you know, like it's just, <laughs> you, you really don't know what's going to happen. Uh, it's great. And there's a new season coming out called stone ocean. And, uh, I'm so excited. I can't wait. Stone ocean. Stone ocean. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's it's about volumes. a woman. It's about a woman in, uh, she's in prison. So she's like, I want to escape from this ocean of stone. Like that's, Ah, that's very ah. poetic. It, it's they're all like somewhat poetic. You know, JoJo is one of those shows that <laughs> I I probably didn't watch it because I thought it was a different show. Like yeah. I got confused. I thought for a moment that it was Bobo, 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 and that is one of the stupidest animes ever. Created. It was on my list at one point. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, it's just so good. It's, it's literally so good. The fact that it was on your list actually kind of makes sense to me, Kyle. But like, <laughs> it's literally the most crackheaded show. Like, ever. <laughs> it is so over the top. It is. I mean, the main character using his nose. So I thought I was confused, <laughs> but like, it's so funny. Like everybody talks about it, and also I, I was introduced to JoJo because there's like a fighting game. I think with JoJo's characters oh, in it or it's something. So and bad. There's pro- probably a few characters from JoJo's are in several several fighting games. So like I was aware of them, but I was super confused. Like so like finally I'm like, all right. It's kinda like my hero academia. Uh it's like I gotta sit down and watch this anime. Because yeah. it's prolific. Like everybody talks I, about it. If you know our friend our mutual friend Joe, he started watching it and I think he watched all of it in like a month. Like he caught up almost. <laughs> Yeah, Jeremy uh, talks about it all the time. He was like texting me his his hot takes <laughs> because th- there's a meme every episode. Every episode has some ridiculous thing. Uh, you know, there's there's show. there's one episode where two men are magnetized by by the villainess, and so they start having a problem where more and more like metal is being drawn to them, and it becomes a problem. And they're like, "Oh, I'm stuck to the escalator. Oh, oh God, I'm gonna get sucked into the escalator and die." You know, like stupid stuff. Wow. And they end up. Uh, they end up crushing her to death by trapping her between them. Oh my gosh. And then like all, all the cars that like were collapsing around them and stuff and she gets killed and then her power stops working. Like spoiler alert. <laughs> spoiler alert. It's yeah. just one episode. It doesn't yeah. matter. It's great. Well, the ride, um, it's all about the ride, dude. Well, all I can say is I've, it's not like I need to watch it. Um, but <laughs> Let, let's keep moving because, uh, I think we're, yeah. we're running on time. So, Kyle, what's your number three? Yeah, we might have to do a part two here. Uh, so I got to say something about JoJo. The the way that they handled their characters and their moves and their powers and stuff created a horrible game. They have a standalone <laughs> game and it is completely incomprehensible. But it seems like the community likes it, but everybody else is just like, you can't even play this thing. So so basically, you have to. The only way to like JoJo's Bizarre Adventures fighting game is to like JoJo's Bizarre's fighting game. That's it. There's no other. 
prerequisites. Like, if you like the show, you probably like the game. <laughs> From what I've heard, if you like the show, it gets you closer to liking it. But it's not a guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> it's part of the way. Uh, yeah. Right, um, hit us. So my number three was actually just mentioned. My Hero Academia. Really? Okay. Um, wow. Yeah, I actually just finished watching all that's available on Hulu. Um, I forgot that's how I got it's... introduced to the show. I think the fr- my friend, a friend of mine told me about it, but I was immediately just engrossed because mm-hmm. I've always had an affinity towards heroes. And then, you know, whenever somebody puts a little spin on, mm-hmm. I guess, comic book style heroes, but they show them in a different light, uh, I-, I always yeah. gravitate towards it. I'm sensing a theme here. Mm-hmm. It might be. <laughs> uh, so you said no spoilers, so I'm not going to say anything else about it. I guess I don't. I don't know how to avoid spoilers. But <laughs> I highly recommend it. it. I mean, I I, I can say is I I've, I'm not finished with my Hero Academia, so maybe one it'll one day be on my list. But uh, it's interesting because I the only reason why I haven't finished it is because I accidentally started watching it dubbed, and then. When I got to season two, it was subbed, and I said, "I can't do this." <laughs> like, mm. like, oh, like, you're trapped. I, I, I got to start over subbed if I'm gonna, you know, like that's just so. The it's fully game. dubbed now. Yes. So, so now I'm watching it through. I just finished season one. I mean, all, all I, I can, I, I mean, I don't know if this will help at all, Kyle. But to me, I think it's it's one of those cool shows where it takes like elements of like, oh, like let's talk about mutants, right? Because essentially that's the premise. Like everybody's. 80% of the population is mutants uh-huh. and they mm-hmm. become basically superheroes and then they're superheroes and villains and the superheroes are kind of like standardized and kind of have rules and you know it's like like it's almost like uh you know I don't know I guess it's not a, a spoiler alert to talk about the Marvel movies but it's kind of like the whole idea of like what Tony Stark was going for like hey we need the Sokovia Accords like we need rules and there's rules and the heroes act in it, but there's also there's an academy that's like training hero. It's it's super cool. I like the concept a lot. Yeah. It's very cool. I love my hero because it has, you know, again, all these really interesting powers and ex- excellent characters mm-hmm. and very good. E- excellent villains. I love the villains. Mm-hmm. The the pacing is garbage. I'm sorry. Like that's it's fair. just turn it's just tournament arc after tournament arc, and then in between nothing happens. Uh, interesting interesting i mean i'm gonna keep watching it yeah it definitely suffers from the main characters being in school i get Mm -hmm. it relies too heavily on it sometimes and so yeah it can really make things feel super like segmented and too linear i guess if that makes sense Mm, yeah you know i would say this like when i went to japan that's like there's like maybe three animes that like are huge and it's like of course dragon ball dragon ball z is like it's og right it's my hero academia and one piece in naruto Mm. like but my hero academia is like seems like to slowly be overtaking (laughs) some of that mind space and i think it's because for kids in japan it's really relatable the characters yeah you know and their whole exams and dealing with stuff like that's japanese culture so Mm. i feel like i feel like it's it really speaks to that but like i brought my brother like a uh a, a all might statue from japan he was like this is mm, nice you know like i know if my brother was on this podcast like i feel like my hero would be like maybe number one for him <laughs> but um yeah it's it's incredible how much of a cultural icon it's so fast because it's like naruto's been around forever 
Dragon Ball Z has been around forever, you know, but like it seems like it's just overtaking everything as far as mm-hmm. popularity. Um, so moving on to number two, um, and speaking of Naruto, Oops. number two on my list is Naruto, and that includes Naruto Sh- Shippuden because it's one thing. Uh, and Fair it's enough. very funny uh, that you said what you said, Steve, about it, like it's pacing because Naruto is the predecessor to this show like mm-hmm. in the sense that you're watching children grow mm-hmm. up and and it's crazy because the reason i put naruto at number two is because i don't believe i've watched i was actually listing out all the animes i've watched and i've probably watched maybe 50 animes there is no anime that i know of that i've watched so far that has a story that is so strong and so ridiculously tight as Naruto Shippuden. It is so ridiculous how well there's no plot holes. Like I've like I'm super hardcore sci-fi person, so I love like breaking down shows and be like, this is stupid, doesn't make any sense. Like things that they were said in like episode three are like coming to pass yeah. in episode six hundred. Like it is so crazy like i think to myself sometimes who are the mat the people who wrote this show because they're <laughs> they are the ultimate in planning like how do you plan almost seven years ahead something somebody says in a conversation or a story that was told or a power that's introduced or something mm-hmm. that is so crucial and you don't realize how important it was and why this person was doing a thing in this moment, at this time, it is crazy, man. Like, the filler aside, like, nowadays I can say, hey, just go on the site and not watch the filler. But Naruto and Naruto Shippuden is so strong to the very end. Once you get past, a, like, a third point in Naruto, it's, it's moving, it's cooking with gas. Once it gets to Shippuden, it's over. Like, every, all the stakes are never-ending high stakes. And... And I will say this, like, because it doesn't really matter because it won't help you in any way. There are, like, you know how, like, if you've ever watched uh, Attack on Titan, anybody is at risk. Naruto is the same. Feels the same. It, it is the so same. Super hype. Yeah. It, it is. It is absolutely the stakes at a point. You're like, oh my goodness. And when the conclusions and stuff that you expect from a normal show or what you don't expect, like, they take it in places. It's absolutely well written, and that's awesome. I, it's it's incredible. Like if there's a reason it's not my number, there's there's only one reason it's not my number one. It's because the show that's number one can't be surpassed. But mm. it would be my number one on any other day if this other anime didn't exist. It is absolutely, utterly incredible. I've always liked in storytelling what you mentioned earlier, like the the continuity. Um, and that's one thing I've noticed from like the Marvel movies, and but I, I think it's not comparable to shows, especially ones with hundreds of episodes. Like I think it takes a mm-hmm. lot of more nuance to maintain continuity whenever you're just being blasted with content in that way, even if it's a lot of fluff. So that's that's a a daring feat. It's incredible. I don't know how they didn't like. There's so many moments where you're like, you could have easily messed this up. Or stepping yeah. on your toes, but they somehow, even in seven six hundred episodes, managed to stay straight as an arrow. It's crazy, dude. It's good director. Yeah. Some somebody's an absolute genius. Whoever made it is next level. Like 
you know. Yeah. And a lot of, I've heard that mangas or mangas, I don't know how to, I'm not, in, uh, anyway, that a lot of them are written, <laughs> like the beginning and the end, or I guess comic books in general, graphic novels are, the, the, the beginning and the end are kind of written at the same time because before they even like start telling the story, they do an immense amount of world building and character development. Yeah. And so like that probably leads into being able to maintain those things too. Yeah. If your rules, what it, I think Steve was saying it, like the rules are grounded mm-hmm. in full metal alchemist or whatever, like they're very yeah, clear. Yeah. I think Naruto has a similar like ability. It's kind of like star Wars in a sense, like star Wars has all these rules and it, and things kind of just fall in there and they kind of have to fit there. And they like star Wars a little bit more loosey goosey, but like Naruto is like, yeah. The rules are the rules, and there's nothing you can do about it. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't cool. matter how great you are. I always love hard, hard magic systems. It's very, it's very good. So anyway, that's my number two. Uh, I can, I can talk about Naruto for hours. Uh, <laughs> I know you could, <laughs> Steve. What is your number two? Uh, I'm gonna go with Bleach. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I was about to no. be like, nah, that's a hot take, baby. <laughs> Bleach is not my number two. Bleach is not on my list. It's number one. I watched Bleach, and uh, I don't regret it, but I definitely will never watch it again. Um, it has great moments. My, my, but my number two is yeah. is Ghost in the Shell. Okay. Oh, yeah, you did say this earlier. So continue. I did so say this, yes. Why, why say so I love Ghost in the Shell. I, everything that you said is true. I love that um, they, they're exploring questions and concepts that no one else has explored yet, not even, like, on top of that. Yeah. Uh, I love all the cool sci-fi stuff, the robots, the the guns. I like the intrigue. You know, if you're not aware of Ghost in the Shell, on the surface, it's about a crack team of, like, super spies working for the government to, like, stop uh, sci-fi terrorists, pretty much. Like, it's, it's, a, it's a bunch of people who, are, who specialize in, like, uh, in, uh, I guess network security which sounds boring but when everyone has like a cyber brain it makes sense Mm. um and they're like hacking people's brains and you know diffusing missiles and yeah but it's all it's all great and they all have cool characters you really learn to love all the characters and they don't do like any goofy introductions you just learn them you just learn them over time it's awesome (laughs) hacking Uh, people's brains people were saying that about facebook sorry no, I mean, I but mean, that's really, that's what they call it. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think one of the very first episodes, if not the first episode, is about a man, a po- politician being held hostage by his, uh, his robot, basically by his robot servants. They were hacked and they're being used to hold him hostage. And so homies have to come in and like blow off their heads and, <laughs> you know, take care, take care of the hacker who's like controlling everything from afar. It's pretty solid. Yeah. Um, and then they had a second season, which was just as good. Yeah, uh, a little more. I would say perhaps more incomprehensible, more out there, <laughs> more Evangelion esque. If anybody knows Neon, mm. I was actually going to make a joke about Neon <laughs> Genesis as well, but um, <laughs> that's next. Uh, but yeah, Ghost in the Shell is great. My only problem with Ghost in the Shell, oh, even I'll say this: the Netflix third season, I guess that came out recently, a few years ago, looks terrible. It has the most uncanny three D art. I really hated the art. Mm. However, the story and writing and everything else is just as good as the as like the old anime. Mm. And that's even good. though the art is kind of mucky, the uh, it's not mucky. That's a really bad word. It's very clean. It's almost too clean. It's like shiny. 
um, even though the art is kind of shiny, the animation is like pitch perfect. There's a scene where this guy is like, he's avoiding everybody's attacks, like bullets and and like fists and stuff. Because he's like super smart and he can predict what they're doing. Hmm. And the way that he moves is so fluid. Like everyone mostly moves as a human, but this guy, even though he's a human, is moving like... I don't know, like a like a snake. Like he's just flowing around them. And I'm like, that is the best looking computer generated movement I've ever seen. <laughs> um, and it's exactly how I would imagine someone who's completely focused on efficient movement would move. Wow. Um, it was great. So definitely watch the, the Netflix version. Uh, other downside is the old, old anime had incredible opening music as we have already yes. talked about. The new Netflix version has god-awful opening music. No, it same, made me so. want to jump out my window every single time the episode skip, started. Skip, 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 Dang. Skip. <laughs> well, yeah, at least Netflix lets you, lets, you, uh, lets you skip it pretty quickly. Yeah. So. Well, <laughs> they know. I, I mean, from, I mean, yeah. Ghost and Shell is just OP, OP. Uh, so, OP. Kyle, what's your number two? Uh, so, my number two probably has a very comparable opening to Ghost in the Shell as far as like iconic. You know. You choose me and I'll choose you. Oh, please Pokemon. don't say it's Wow, he pulled out the is it okay, Pokemon. Okay. Yeah, man. Kanto. So, Kanto, Kanto or just all of them or uh the last couple of, of seasons or, or whatever you want to call it, wor- not worlds, um locations. I am I'm disconnected. Regions. So regions. There you go. Thanks. Yeah. I got you. <clears throat> Um, have lost me. Uh, and so, yeah, definitely uh, the first couple of, so Kanto, Johto, um, you know, very near and dear to my heart. Probably one of the first animes I was introduced to because it was like on WB and uh, WB Kids. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so Saturday every morning cartoons. Yeah. yeah Saturday morning, 8 a.m. You know, the only thing that can get a kid up at 8 a.m. on a Saturday were those cartoons. <laughs> so that, now there's no motive. And it, I, there's, there was no, like, I'll never forget, I guess, just the experience of pocket monsters, mm. like, just blew my mind. Like, you know, cause I had a dog, right? But he couldn't blow any fire. And so just desiring for Pokemon <laughs> to be real is like why it's so high up on my list because it's still one of the coolest concepts. Like, ca- creature capture will always be. Like a, a concept that's near and dear to my heart. And so that's fair. You know, that makes sense because I think the anime is pretty bad, actually. I, I, w- <laughs> I, w- I would disagree with that. I would say the anime has some moments in it that are so unique and so special. Like there's a moment in the anime where Pikachu is talking to like Cater- Caterpie or something. or, or And they're having a conversation and it's the moon. It's a moonlit night, and they're talking in Pokemon talk. Mm-hmm. And you and I and like I remember thinking as a kid, like I can actually feel their conversation. <laughs> like <laughs> it is so powerful. I mean, in in I can't. I you know I didn't put this in my top five, but Pokemon is very special to me. And I will say this: I was thinking about it as I was looking at my list that Pokemon and Pokemon the first movie, honestly, yes, of Ooh. all the moments in my lifetime, Pokemon the first movie feel something in my heart makes me almost tear up when i think about it bro because i don't know what it did to me as a kid (laughs) granted granted, for sure have you watched the remake movie for sure no i haven't seen it 
I haven't seen the remake yet. I keep wanting to, but it's like just not hot. When it comes to faithful adaptations, bro, like it looks perfect. It is, and those feelings they will well up in you again. I promise. If you watch it, like I'm feeling it in my chest right now. I don't know. Yeah, that movie did, son. It's It's the journey. It's yeah. You know what's so crazy about Pokemon? The first episode of Pokemon, similar to Naruto. Where they set up things that you'll not see until many, many years later. Mm-hmm. Shows a legendary bird that doesn't show up for like five years. Like three, four years later. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. It's crazy. Like the people who are making these shows are so... They already have a vision. To yep. me, that's... To be that's, fair. That's, that's fair. I don't, I don't think they ever that, did that again, though. That was just like a one-time thing. But, but you have to think, on the very Wouldn't first know. episode of your anime that you're releasing... <laughs> you're you believe in yourself enough that like one day this will come back around you know like he saw a pokemon that and the thing was like this is an unknown pokemon and nobody believes him you know what i'm saying like yeah but isn't that based on the games didn't it come out between pokemon did, yellow and, and gold well that particular pokemon yeah, it was ho-oh yeah it was ho-oh yeah. and it didn't exist as far as we knew and understood yet like right so they different region were, entirely um, yeah so like to me, that's that's, I think that's great. Like to do something like that is, is really really awesome. Yeah, because Pokemon could have like died, and then mm. you know we would nobody. I mean, nobody would have cared. But yeah. for them to put that little Easter egg in the very first episode, like you said, that 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 puts a lot of bets out. You know that people are eventually gonna care what that Pokemon is. Mm-hmm. And it was subtle. It was it was to me. It's yeah, Pokemon is very special. I mean, the intro music to Pokemon is. One of the best of all time, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Like that's like my number two, maybe number one. <laughs> Power ballad, excellent. Oh yeah, still know the lyrics to this day. Yeah, great choice, Kyle. Great choice. Not on my top five, but I cannot disagree with that as being a number two. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> but very, very <laughs> Over to you, Brett. All right. So number one. Okay. So this guy's um, for me. There's no. I don't think an anime could ever top this just because of everything. Um, is Samurai Champloo. Um, wow. Yeah. What have I done? You know, uh, <laughs> by not including this. It, it, it's because Samurai Champloo is a mix of beautiful animation, mm-hmm. great characters, and incredible music, incredible story, and all in one. And it's yes. all one season. They did, yep. they said we could go further, but this is what we wanted to tell. It this was is perfect. the story. And this is the end. It was perfect. And it was and for me, at the time that it came out, uh, I'm a big music person. Uh, I later in life became a break dancer, b-boy, hip-hop. And to see them meld Japanese culture, uh, the history of Jap- Japan, and hip-hop, and the music made by uh, Nujabis, or Seba Jun, R.I.P., was so transcendent to me. I'd never heard music like that before in my life. And it being combined so seamlessly into an anime, where literally the anime and the music was one. Yes. You know, like yeah. watching and then and then watching it in both Japanese and in English and seeing how well the translation, like how well they were like, hey, some of this stuff won't make sense to people who are Americans or English speakers, but we're going to find a way to translate this in a way that feels right. And in the stories that they tell and a lot of the anime, like the storyline itself is pretty short if you think about it. And a lot of the episodes are kind of like one off goofy episodes kind of like you know from like a sitcom 
but uh-huh. they're so interesting. The they, journey itself is very the simple. journey, man. It's it's so beautiful to me. Um, to me, the ending, you know, I won't spoil it to anybody. It's beautiful to me. I just love just how they decided to go about it and the real belief in your your product. When you say we're doing one season, we don't care how much people love it. We don't care how much people want it. It's done. Uh, it yeah. is, to me is an ode to music. It's an ode to Japanese history, particularly the samurai era. Uh, Mugen is probably one of my favorite characters <laughs> of maybe all time. Um, huh. And uh, his story, just who he is, his wildness, how he fights. He fights like, like they said, like a wild dog, like perfectly. And just how beautiful the fights are and the music. Ugh, I could talk about it for days, but that's my number one. Samurai <laughs> shampoo. I don't know how y'all feel about so it. So good. Ugh, I love it. That's a very good number one. Yeah, it is. And uh, when it comes down to the music, like really fitting the, the art and stuff, it makes me think of also a Cowboy Bebop. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Within the same ilk of like, we we thought about this when we created this. Like, it didn't come later. It was a part of the, the process. Mm-hmm. The jazz and the feeling um, of that era. The, the the space cowboys <laughs> yeah you know like it's hip-hop samurai that's what that's kind of what mm-hmm. samurai shampoo is but yeah that's my number one um yeah very so. nice steve yeah what's what's your number one steve? uh my number one is uh yasuke interesting i do not no. know this <laughs> <Kidding>. <laughs> i was like what yasuke. are you saying i don't know yasuke is just it's just samurai shampoo but garbage <laughs> <laughs> well there's a reason i haven't heard of it <laughs> okay you haven't heard of it at all? No, not I, me I either. do not know. I do not know. Yeah. Oh, it's it's. Uh, I won't get into it. I have a lot of <laughs> bad things to say about it. Um, I I'll just, I will say this. I watched it with the hopes it looked really good. The trailer looked really good. The music was pretty solid, and I really felt like it was going for the samurai shampoo like kind of aesthetic. But I watched all of it, uh, all six episodes of it, and it just never. Dang. It, it never got better. I kept hoping it would get better. By episode four or five, I was like, mm-hmm. it's not going to happen. You gave uh, it a whole a, college try. I sure did. No one could say I didn't give it the whole college try. Um, <laughs> my number one is Hunter Hunter. Mm. Hunter, uh, Hunter. I think Hunter Hunter, wow. first of all, I think it's, I love, I mean, one of the things I don't like about these old like Dragon Ball type shows is they're so tropey. And for me, Hunter Hunter is perfect for that because it's like the anti-trope shown in an anime. You have these ultra-powerful characters who are dwarfed by the power around them. And they never, I mean, they get stronger and they can like deal with some threats, but they're never the biggest threats on the on the board. Hmm. You know, there's no, there's no, oh, keep fighting the bad guy until you get strong enough to beat him. Or until your friendship saves you, or <laughs> or some you 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 think of some cheesy well some way to cheese the boss is either you you win or you lose or you die like mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a, that's a that's an option. It's this incredible journey. Uh, it goes all over the place. Really, what it's about is this kid trying to meet his dad, and his dad is like the super famous, uh, super powerful hunter, basically like a bounty hunter. And uh, he just wants to be like him. So he becomes a hunter and he goes out into the world trying to find him. And it's uh, it has the most wholesome bromance between two kids. Like I really have for me, the show is all about going and Kilo's friendship. Yeah. Nice. Um, it has really cool powers. 
it has a very like I said, it has a hard magic system. So like the powers mostly make sense and they're, you can like categorize them and you can kind of predict how they might interact with each other. Um, it always keeps you on your toes. Sometimes it'll like set up this fight between these, this like villain that you've seen kind of in the background doing his thing and like always oh, going to be a problem. And then this minor good guy who is kind of new to the show. And then the new guy just totally wallops him, suffocates him to death. And it's like not even a fight. It's just it's just done. Like, oh, here, this is my true power. No, it's not good enough. Sorry, you're dead now. <laughs> like, you never know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. All the villains, not all of them. Most of the villains are super well written and super interesting. Nice. A lot of them feel like anti-heroes, even though they're definitely not protagonists or like heroic at all. Um, even and my. It has probably the most divisive and controversial story arc near the end. It's called the Chimera Ant arc. And it's really it's this really long arc that go that kind of takes a while to build up. And then the climax is like I think fifteen or twenty episodes long, which is super long. And it's just like ten minutes of action. But wow. it's spread out over it's 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 like Dragon Ball, but much worse. Mm. But I think it's much better. The way that it's presented it's like narrated out and there's like all these minute decisions and interactions and character choices and development that happen in that five or ten minutes of action that like it just it's like he was building up this huge 60 episode arc just for that 10 or 20 minutes of action uh and and it's like worth it the payoff is so I, th- I think it is. A lot of people watch it and it puts them off. They don't like the they don't like the narration. It's mm. too slow. They don't understand why it's going back and forth this much, but like it's just so much happening and I don't want to spoil anything cuz it's so beautiful, <laughs> but but like but I'm going to even the main, even even <laughs> like the way that the way that things play out you really are like weeping at the end. Like it's so beautiful. <laughs> So, and then on top, and then it has like an ending arc after that, and then it's done. So I, I'm just going to say something really quick, Steve, because I'd like to hear Kyle's number one. Um, I'm going to be very real with you. I've watched most of Hunter, Cross Hunter, Hunter X Hunter, whatever you want to call it, Hunter Hunter. It is basically the Dollar Tree Naruto Shippuden. Ooh. And, and, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean that in the sense that everything that Hunter, all of its greatest moments, everything it is, is like a parallel. In, huh. in a condensed form of what Naruto Shippuden is, and interesting, in in the friendship between Killua and Gon, Naruto and Sasuke, but take that to a proportional level even higher. Like in the idea that there's people who are just on another level. <laughs> it doesn't really matter who you think you are. Like, and and I really like Hunter Cross Hunter, and I thought about putting it somewhere in my list i haven't finished it so i feel like maybe it's not fair to put it on it in my list at all mm. but um naruto is but i really like hunter cross center i think you've nailed it the only thing i say against hunter cross center is it's super anime oh my gosh he's going to use his move that he does like it it, it goes into, yeah it <laughs> into does that, that into that world but otherwise like those moments super duper cool it's super duper cool but I, I really I like the way that it, it it subverts a lot of expectations though even though it does have that mm-hmm. anime aesthetic and, and i'll make my last pitch naruto is it's big brother so anyway steve <laughs> you've hurt me deeply but i, I, I haven't hurt you because you haven't watched naruto you just don't know that i'm that i'm being very honest <laughs> and not putting hunter down i'm just saying 
There's a reason Naruto is what it is. He's out of um, line, but he's right. <laughs> but he's right. <laughs> <laughs> he's out of line. All right, Kyle. <laughs> All right. So <clears throat> my number one, and you know, in association with my number two, have led and fed into my crippling addiction for collectibles. Mm. And oh, no. so my number one, you may have uh, seen it before. Is it Yu-Gi-Oh? It is Yu-Gi-Oh, <laughs> my man. No! <laughs> no! no! I love that that's your number one, but it's also th- the worst. <laughs> I love that's the it. worst. Yes, it, and that's part of the reason why. I because, love it. Oh, my you know, I, I thank Yu-Gi-Oh because it allowed me to start at the bottom. Of what was anything. <laughs> and it hooked me. So that no matter what else I found, I could watch it. This this might be why I was able to stomach GT. Because <laughs> I watched the entirety of Yu-Gi-Oh! I bought every single yeah. one of the cards. I quoted the show. I would I remember buying the fifty dollar starter deck, Yugi and Kaiba. <laughs> and then whenever they would duel each other, I would set up my decks. No, and I would I would draw my cards and see if I would draw the same ones as them, and then mm. they would pick out a new card that wasn't in my deck, and I'd go buy it. Wow! Oh my god! Yes, you I was God. invested. You were the whale. It was me, <laughs> to a degree. I, mean, <laughs> I was using my mom's money, so <laughs> your mom was the whale. <laughs> Which, thank you, mama. I appreciate it. Um, so, but with Yu Gi Oh, uh, the first season was good. Um, Weave, Weevil uh, was the absolute worst character. Weevil I, Underwood. Weevil Underwood, yeah. Was the was absolute the worst character that I'd seen in anything up to that point. Yeah, yeah, he threw... Yeah. Did he rip them in half first or did he just throw them? He just threw them in the water. I think he, he threw them because then Joey dove in after they saved them. I don't think he would have done that if he, if they were ripped in half. Honestly, oh, that's a good point. To be real with you, I was like, was like if there's one person I'd kill, <laughs> it would be, <laughs> continue. That's I mean, fair. Yeah, he I worked for it. Like he and he kept coming back, and it was just like somebody needs to do it. Somebody just needs to like, make it look <laughs> like an accident. But uh, I think that show had very like tropey characters, especially in the four kids uh, dub. And <laughs> you know, like it was. Wait, wait, wait! I feel like you have to specify: is your number one anime the four kids dub of Yu Gi Oh, or is it just Yu Gi Oh? Like as you watch it, sure, I'll specify it was the four kids dub because that's all I had. <laughs> oh God. Um, yeah, that's, that's what that's what I knew, and so yeah, you know, Joey with the Brooklyn accent, the America guy, you know, yeah. in America, I don't remember his name, but uh, and then the Pe- Pegasus was, you know, uh, some something else. Yeah, you know, I didn't, I had, I had no idea what to do with him, um, but just like the different character arcs, and then you know, the Shadow Realm was just the like so. Shadow. Oh, what is that? And yeah, find out. Yeah. Now in adulthood, he killed them essentially. So then it's good. Um, <laughs> I'll send you to the Shadow Realm. Shoot some head. <laughs> but over the years, the like the way the game was played just got way too complex. Like once mm-hmm. they started dueling from motorcycles, I was done. <laughs> it's like there's like yeah, it's completely impractical. Your cars would be flying all over the track. It's it doesn't make any sense. And, you know, they had the synchro monsters, which was cool in practice until they just became completely busted. And I was like, you know, I've invested probably thousands of dollars at that point. And I bought a couple, couple, a good couple booster packs oh. over the course of like, what, 10 years or something, probably. Wow. And so I was like, yeah. So I should not duel you. 
now you'd probably be okay. You'd probably be okay. No. People who say stuff like that are on like they're the best. Like, ah, no, yeah, okay. I think you might have a chance. Like, no, they're gonna crush you. you just, <laughs> I don't want to get mind crushed. You know, okay. Like, you're just not. Maybe <laughs> you're just not on this level. But that is a great. It's funny. Like you said, so many like things that you hated about the end of it. It's just funny that it's your number one. You're like, yeah, like they're on motorcycles. That was trash. They did this. It was trash. But it's very interesting. It must have touched you in a way that no other anime did. Um, touched his wallet. It yes. did. He's it, fully invested. And he can't. I still haven't financially recovered. <laughs> he's like he's he's like he's invested. He has to love this. <laughs> his mom, his mother lives in a house made of Yu-Gi-Oh cards. <laughs> no, but that's that's super cool. I mean, I feel like in the same way that's like Samurai Champloo has a special place in my heart, and it doesn't really. It's just what it is. Like you can't, you probably can't top it. You know, unless it's just something special. So wow, man. Um. We're running up here on time and we got to wrap up here. But um, I did want to ask really quickly, uh, does, do you guys have any honorable mentions that you just want to note, like make it like really quick, but any honorable mentions that were like near the, the list, but just you just couldn't, you just couldn't do it. Yeah, I'll be really you quick. Uh, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. You can go, Steve. Are we going in order? You can go yeah. ahead, Steve. Um, so what I, what I dropped off my list last minute was Darker Than Black. Uh, specifically season one because season two was trash. Uh, but uh, Darker the Black is about people. I'm not going to get into it. It's a cool show. It has people with crazy powers and they're fighting against each other. Like they're controlled by the government and stuff. And there's some sort of mystery about the universe because the stars disappeared a long time ago. And yeah, you know, there's like there's semi high stakes and mysterious protagonists. It's pretty cool. I like it a lot. First nice. season. Fourth season. Fourth time. <laughs> uh, what about you, Kyle? Do you have any honorable mentions? So my honorable mention would be a show that I wouldn't recommend to our younger viewers, which is The Boondocks. Uh, I guess maybe oh. maybe it like partially counts as anime. I know the uh, director, <laughs> yeah, he went to Japan, but... Uh, inspired by I can't remember very heavily. Uh, yes. I forget and, his name, uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah, but anyway, um, great show super incredible reflection of modern times um the the language is 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 out there so watch what with viewer discretion is advised i I think out there is an understatement (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's way out honestly i i I will say this boondocks is one of the shows that i just i can't jive with because it is a parody but it is such a parody it began became a parody of itself and mm-hmm. uh and uh yeah I, I have a lot of feelings about it for another time um for me my honorable mention uh would be uh claymore uh <gasps> like oh i love claymore. claymore uh sadly because it did divert from the anime uh from the manga the ending is probably one of the pretty w- weird pretty, pretty bad but yeah. up till the last like two episodes of that first season claymore is like just incredible it's basically attack on titan before attack on titan um just the state did we watch that together claymore yeah i saw claymore a long time ago like i don't attack know on you haven't titan seen it recently predecessor basically stakes wise like everybody can be killed like it doesn't oh, matter okay. how much backstory they give you it's also <laughs> they, pretty brutal and in like when they die like it's literally unceremonious it's just like oh, yeah. cut in half 
they did. <laughs> they keep it's ripped in half. Um, and there's a moment in that show that's I've never been in a darker place. I don't think an anime has ever gone to a darker place. But anyway, um, that's my uh, honorable mention. I feel like, like you said, Kyle, we got to have a part two on this anime conversation. Uh, <laughs> there's there's so much to talk about. What was our first anime that we really got introduced to? What anime would we not suggest to anybody? Ooh. But like Ooh. you would suggest to almost every anime fan. What's your like un- most underrated like show that you know nobody's ever seen that you feel like they should give your you know uh, your uh, your speech on why? And uh, one of my favorite is like, what's the worst anime you've ever seen? And like, what's the anime that you're like, I don't tell nobody that I watched this anime, <laughs> <laughs> but I watched it because. Um, because I think it's in there. And if anything, like, I hope it encourages us to just watch more. Because I'm like, oh, man, I got to go back and watch this. Or, man, I haven't seen that yet. Um, so I, I, I love hearing other people's anime stories. So anyway, I really appreciate everybody for watching. Or I keep saying watching, but listening to us uh, <laughs> and hearing our combo. Thank you, Kyle, for your time. Thank you, Steve, for your time. Um, Pleasure. Once again, you know, anime if it, for those who might be on the fence about anime, it's absolutely the right choice. Start now, do it. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, it, if you're concerned. <laughs> it's a perfectly reasonable genre of a medium to watch. It's it just is. like watching TV or cartoons or whatever. It's just different. It's just different. Lashawn Thomas, that was his name. Lashawn Thomas. Lashawn Thomas. Who's Lashawn? He He's the director of Boondocks. Great artist. <laughs> Kyle oh, was yeah, like, yeah. I gotta get this in there. I gotta get in there. <laughs> Drive me crazy. But no, but uh, yeah, absolutely anime. You know, if you like TV, if you like entertainment, if you like Marvel movies, if you like, you know, like superhero animes, if you like drama, if you like mystery, you know, uh, there's plenty. Um, every, every, there's something for you. Love, everything exists. Um, but anyway. Yeah, we've, we really stay within one like area of anime. There's tons of different genres and subgenres of anime that we didn't even, none of us mentioned. Mm-hmm. Yes, and in quality, there's definitely a quality, you know, like not every anime is great, you know, like not yeah, every TV there's show. There's some stratification. But uh, it, it's definitely worth, worth your time. So anyway, thank you again for listening to Super Agile Bros. We're always thankful to have you guys here with us. Y'all have a great one. And until next time, 